Up For It with Courtney Ammenhauser. The best of the week. It is Sydney Comedy Festival time. Heaps of funny stuff happening all around town and I'm very lucky this morning I have a special guest in the studio who is performing at the Comedy Festival, Jessica Aidy. Good morning. Hello, Courtney. Thanks for having me. I mean, thank you for coming on the show. It's a real treat to have you here. Um, And your show's called Ride O'Dal. What's the inspiration behind Ride O'Dal? Well, I just wanted to give everyone, you know, a nice non-threatening evening <laughs> of musical comedy. Um, it's a bunch of songs that I've written and stories that I tell. Um, and I'd like everyone to just think of me as their, you know, strange aunt, perhaps, who's very supportive, you know? Yeah, I love that. Mm. I love the non-threatening element, you know, yeah. very inclusive, very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Comedy shows can be scary. Yeah. And people do fear musical comedy sometimes, um, but it's like, no, it's on quite early, 5.45 on the Saturday, 4.45 in the Arvo on the Sunday, so it's nice, you know, it's quite gentle. Very civilised times, mm. you can get dinner mm. after. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were saying that um, uh, about being like the non-threatening auntie, I read that, yeah, you describe it as like uh, a weird aunt coming round to offer some surprisingly sage and very silly advice. I want to know what the best advice is that you've received. Ooh. um, Or one of. Well, the thing that I guess I must have read it once and now it's my life motto. Oh, okay. Is that there's only two people in life that you should bother impressing um, and that is your eight-year-old self and your 80-year-old self. Okay. Mm. How do you think that guides you in life? Well, I think, I mean, they'd both probably have some questions, um, <laughs> but I think they'd be pretty proud of me, I think. Like, Aww. you know, eight-year-old would be like, oh, because I've got like roller skates and stuff. I think she'd be pretty on it. And like 80-year-old, <laughs> I think, would be quite supportive of whatever I'm doing. So then that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the 80-year-old would be like, yeah, get on those skates, babe, before the knees yeah. go. Honestly, yeah, give it a go. <laughs> like, why worry? <laughs> mm. How good. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, what can audiences expect in the show? You've talked about, like, being, you know, having the advice and there's musical and, and music and comedy, but what are the songs about? What are you kind of detailing? Well, there's a bit of a range. Yeah. Um, it's kind <laughs> of like, like things that have happened things that have that I've thought about um there's one that's about rom-coms mm-hmm. um and the weird stuff that happens in them that I'd prefer didn't happen to me <laughs> um and there is one which is called Kylie Minogue oh okay which is mostly about Kylie Minogue <laughs> <laughs> actually named yeah <laughs> um wow my brain there's like there's quite a few that are just about like just random little things from my life. So kind of semi-autobiographical, kind yeah. of tracing the things that have been going on in life recently. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there's one about, you know, just listening to Enya in the bath when you're having a tough time. Like mm, I feel like that there. was most of 2020. Mm. That is when I wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> a lot what of Enya. I was listening yeah. to a lot of Phoebe Bridges in the bath. So yeah. Mm. <laughs> We've all got a bath person. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a, you know, Enya and Phoebe Bridges, there's a similar, there's a similar energy. Yeah. I feel like mm. you could do uh, a Venn diagram yeah. and then in the middle, it's us in the bath. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are going to perform a song on the show, which I'm very much looking forward to. I wanted to ask you how you kind of got into writing funny songs and getting into comedy. Like comedy, I feel like is one of those things that, um, yeah, I feel like it, most comedians have a pretty interesting story about like how they actually, you know, took that step into that world. Mm. What was it for you? Well, I would say pretty much by accident, but mm. also I'd always kind of like made up little songs in my head for ages and not done anything with them or maybe just like sung them into the voice memo app on my phone mm-hmm. and then forgotten about them forever. But I was doing a thing at KXT because they have an emerging artist program a couple yep. years ago and I was like hosting a scratch night thing. I was like, I'm just going to write a song and I don't know why. I can't remember why I decided that that's what I would do. This as is like, the host to like put everyone at ease at King's Cross Theatre. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was I was like, oh, because you know people are trying out stuff. They're going to be nervous if I've gotten up first and done a song. Like you know, no one's going to pressures off. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's just like, hello, give it a go. And so that's kind of the first song I wrote. And I remember like performing that and just being like, oh, okay, yeah, I love this. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so such I can a pinpoint the moment where I was just like, mm, this is this is the stuff. Got hooked. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I want to ask you what is your favourite thing about doing comedy? Or, um, I think I like when people laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have another answer, you know. But I guess Mm. that's the connection though, right? It's that you're like, cool, yeah, we are Mm. feeling the same. Well, not maybe not always the same, but like there's that relevance, that resonance with Mm. the audience member. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool because you can, like, well, because you're giving you, you a bit of your soul every time, I guess. Mm. And then when people like it, it's like, oh, they like me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, worth it. It's really rewarding, I think, to, like, have something that you've made up from your brain make people laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and have mm. that instant feedback. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, yeah, I'm pretty excited to hear the song that you're going to perform. Can you tell us a little bit about the track? Yes, it is. Well, people like to say that like women of well, our generation who are single tend to be so um, because, you know, we've got unrealistic expectations about love and relationships from watching too many rom-coms. Ah, I see. Um, and I don't think that's true. <laughs> I've, watched, I've watched a lot of them. Um, I do love Sandra Bullock. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this song's kind of about there's, there's a couple of things that I'm really trying to avoid um, in my life. Like if you've seen Just Like Heaven, where Mark Ruffalo falls in love with the ghost of Reese Witherspoon, and like she's in a coma, and tries to take her from the hospital, and it's just a whole thing that it's I don't pretty want. weird, isn't it? It's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the noughties were a really good time for kind of <clears throat> kooky love stories. Oh like yeah, that. real weird. Uh, um, cool. Well, I'm excited to play it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. to hear you play it. Um, how you feeling? You feeling like uh, you're ready to get yeah. into well, it? I hope I'll be able to hear my keyboard. Me too. Oh, there she is. <laughs> right. um, it's called Some Kind of Wonderful um, after the 80s film of the same name, which I don't want to happen to me either. All right, here you it is, Jessica it. 80, performing at Sydney Comedy Festival this weekend and right now on FBI Radio. In While You Were Sleeping, starring my girl Sandy B. She saves a man she has a crush on from being hit by 
hire train. At the hospital, a nurse who is bad at a job mistakes her for his fiance. He's in a coma. She doesn't correct her. Has and maybe two weeks pass and they get married, and it's all very romantic. But I hope that doesn't happen to me. I want to fall in love with someone who also loves me. I want to build a life with a normal man I've met in a normal way. No need for bets or bribes, no wild misunderstandings, no public declarations, no creep outside my window, holding a boombox in the rain. So when I find someone, then I know won't be anything like the movies, but he'll be some kind of wonderful to me. In Sweet Home, Alabama, which I've seen a hundred times. Reese Witherspoon's a fashion designer, pretending she didn't grow up poor in the South. She kisses her ex at a dog cemetery, leaves her fiancé at the altar, punches Candace Bergen right in the face, gets back with her ex-husband, who she never actually got a divorce from. He makes glass sculptures by harvesting lightning, and they both risk their lives to make out in the storm, and I hope that doesn't happen to me. I want to fall in love with someone who also loves me. I want to build a life with a normal man I've met in a normal way. Hopefully he won't be my boss or someone else's fiancé. And he won't be in a coma, I hope. Then when I find someone, then I hope it won't be anything like the movies and he'll be some kind of wonderful to me. All right, now, I am not a florist. I don't own a small bookshop or plan any weddings. I'm not a high-powered lawyer with no time for love. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him, do you maybe want to go get a drink sometime? We could get coffee, do the coastal walk. We could go to a gig, maybe look at some art, talk about our lives and hold hands a bit. We could make meals together, make each other cups of tea, do that smug thing couples do where they stand together and ask their single friends, oh, and how are you doing? We could maintain our independence but still share interests and really get to know each other and, I don't know, maybe grow old together, but I'm pretty easy. What do you feel like doing? I want to fall in love with someone who also loves me. I want to build a life with a normal man I've met in a normal way. No need for bets or bribes, no wild misunderstandings, no public declarations, no creep outside my window, holding a boombox in the rain. So when I find someone, then I know it won't be anything like the movies and he'll be some kind of wonderful to me oh jessica Aidy, thank you so much oh, thank you. <laughs> that was fantastic you're performing at the sydney comedy festival this weekend yes i am what remind us again when the shows are where people can get tickets all the deets Saturday the 1st of May at 5.45pm or Mm -hmm. Sunday the 2nd of May at 4.45pm. It's at the Factory Theatre in Marrickville. You can buy tickets online 
if you look up Sydney Comedy Festival in my name, <laughs> um, go to the website. You can buy them at the door as well if uh-huh. you like. But, you know, why not book online? Let me know you're coming. Book ahead. We'll put a link up on our website as well, dot. Calm. Very much looking forward to seeing it. And I want to remind everyone that May is this weekend. It is this <laughs> it weekend. It sounds like it's far yeah. away, but it's no, actually no, this it's, weekend. It's coming. Um, you can stalk me on the internet as well. It's just Jessica Aidy on Instagram. And then all the links are there as well. Beautiful. We'll put a link up to your Instagram handle as well. Jessica Aidy, thank you so much for coming on this morning. And we'll catch you at the show. Woo. Thanks for having me. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney fbiradio.com.